Hey everybody, welcome back to the DNR Podcast. I'm Ron Kane. And I'm Damian Robinson. Yeah, and we are finally back together, I guess, yes. like after two weeks. Yeah, man. Yeah, COVID almost took me and the family out, bro. Got the Kobe. Yeah, man. Like, here's the crazy thing about it. When I wanted it, it couldn't catch it for shit. <laughs> yeah, that was the crazy thing about it. When I wanted it so I could take two weeks off of work, couldn't catch the motherfucker like a motherfucker. I'm... I'm going around people I know that got it. Like, my, my parents called it. I'm over at my parents' house. Hey, how's it going? Oh, we're sick. Don't worry about me. I'm good. I'm lying. <laughs> but I, I'm lying, saying I built up those immunities that everyone's talking about. But I really think, I, I really do think, because my COVID wasn't as bad as the rest of the families. Mine's was only, like, a couple days that, like, I really felt the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, they were down bad, you know? It's it's different for every person. Because yeah. I know a couple guys at work that got it, you know, a while ago. And the one guy, he had a real bad time with yeah. it. I mean, it took him down for close to a month. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was he was in bad shape when some other people were killed. Yeah, yeah. I know some people that died from But then too. other people, um, you know, depending if they're vaxxed or not, they, like, skate through it. It's, yeah. Well, see, that's, so weird. that's what I think did it was my, my daughter, my, our oldest daughter, she's vaccinated and she was the first one to contract it. So I'm thinking we caught like the vaccinated COVID, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, it did Nikki, it did Nikki bad. It did, it did my oldest and, and Nikki the worst. Me and the kids, we were jumping around the house playing and shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they caught it and then I caught it. And it, I, I, I mean, it was, it's, it, it's scary, man. COVID is like, when when it actually comes, it, it is pretty scary. Like, I was sitting there acting like Trump. Oh, this is just a virus from China. <laughs> but nah, man, that shit ain't no fucking joke, yo. So if anybody's out there, you're listening, man. Um, Like, when COVID comes to your direction, man, be wary of that shit. Because it's no joke. Yeah. There's no joke. I felt like somebody was stepping on my fucking chest with fucking golf cleats you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah probably about a month ago yeah i think it's been about a month now uh we like me and laura both got a booster again okay but uh i didn't get a flu shot so yeah. i'm only riding with one like i did last year like yeah. last year i got the COVID shot but i was like eh, i'm not gonna get a flu shot yeah and that worked for me that's what's up, man. So I figure I'm going to go with the worst one on the list. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just be careful, though, because I did watch this documentary film uh, called Sudden, uh, Suddenly Death or something like that, or Death Suddenly. And it's about people uh, that that has the COVID shot and they're finding blood clots. like, But they're, they're strange blood clots because they actually run the course of your veins and grow to the... They grow to, like almost two three feet in some cases yeah. and it it can cause a heart attack so and they're they're finding it in people that they've done autopsies on who had the the covid shot yeah. so i worry about people who did because you know me i i was I, I was like i ain't getting that shit even when my job was offering money like that was my big like i was like should i just for the money yeah but i like but my thing is is i, I they didn't have enough science for me to wanted to get the shot you know what i'm saying it wasn't like it was i felt it was still still too experimental for me to to want to take the shot so i didn't take it i didn't have a problem taking it because yeah you live life on the edge man (laughs) your kids are grown (laughs) when you actually do like the research on i mean covid is around every year yeah and 
but what makes COVID fascinating is that the way that it evolves and grows, yeah, which yeah. is, you know, it's different from the flu. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it's like with it's like that with anything though. I mean, any medicine you take too has risk. Yeah, and that's and that's why I, I honestly I try not to take any medicines. But I'm gonna tell you what what did work for me is uh with the body pains and shit. The horse tranquilizers. <laughs> no, I did I didn't go Joe Rogan. I couldn't afford the ivermectin, and no, I I did uh. Now this is this is gonna be controversial, but I, nobody nobody that I work with is listening, so I can't get fired for this, bro. I called a homie and got some Percocets, man. Yeah. And I was just getting drugged up. You know what I'm saying? I was popping perks, man, and that was. That honestly, I think the heroin is like the secret code, bro. I cracked crack the code with the fucker with the with the heroin, bro. <laughs> now I was itching and, and getting night sweats and shit, but yeah, yeah man. Uh, the Percocets kept kept my body pains and everything, so I was able to like move around, and then I was able to cook for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I'm not saying go out there and buy black tar heroin. It's, but I'm just saying, like all the all the coughing from the COVID though will help you with the constipation. From oh, the- <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no, nah, but um, I had the laxatives. I did, I did all the, I did everything. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew I was going to get the, the body blockage with the with the shits. So you know, I had the laxatives on deck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm not saying I'm an experienced drug user, but I'm just saying <laughs> there's there's ways there's there's things that you can do to counteract every countermeasure you know what i'm saying no i, I get it <laughs> I, I, I took every i took uh i had sinus shit like i was i was doing i was drinking over-the-counter shit yeah you know what i mean and i think i found a proper concoction with uh mucinex percocets uh dimatap benadryl like i was drugged up i was like little wayne bro that's when you when you called me on that monday and was like hey where you at and i was like eh, sounding like little wayne <laughs> bro i was i was fucking robo tripping like a motherfucker on, <laughs> on pills and shit just trying to get better and shit <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not tripping on purple man that's yeah. what's happening <laughs> oh, I, I was ro- yeah i was rolling like the hills and you know what i'm saying i was I was rolling like a ball down a hill, man. You yeah. Know what I mean? So Nikki's better now. Everybody's better. Nikki, Nikki went back to work today for the yeah. first time. I've been back to work for a couple of days now. Yeah. Um, my oldest is back to work. You know what I'm saying? Um, kids went to school today for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody's good, man. I'm just, I'm just happy that you know we all made it through as a family. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now hopefully you'll avoid it again for a while. I don't think I'll ever catch it again. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, like, cause as, as I only when you called me, I was only on like day three, and I was taking a COVID test every day, and you know, I it only lasted uh, a week for me. Like yeah. it was in my system for a week, and it really wasn't that bad. It was just body pains. Yeah. So I was just drugging myself up to ease the body pains. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I know some people that got it early on, you know, they still can't, like, taste and shit yeah. like that. Nah, I can taste, bro. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was tasting, if you notice, I was, <laughs> I was tasting you eating that case of dead, goddammit. That, that shit smelled good to the motherfucker, man. I'm tasting this liquor, I'll tell you that. Oh, but the biggest mistake I did was that, that Friday I tested negative. Okay. I, uh, I went out to the comedy zone. 
I just needed to get out, get out the house and everything like that. So I went to the Comedy Zone and uh, went to go see the show. And, you know, people was like, hey, I ain't seen you in two weeks, man. How you been? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be back. You know, they was like, Hennessy? I'm like, you fucking right. <laughs> I wound up having about six of them motherfuckers, man. I and On an empty stomach at that, like a dumbass. Oh. And I'm driving home. And I'm like, I know I'm going to throw up. I know it. So I pulled over to the, to the spot I normally piss at when I'm fucked up, right? So I opened up the door and I'm like, uh, uh, trying to throw up. No throw up, bro. I'm like, all right, maybe I can make it home. Shut the door, took off. I made it maybe 15 feet. Uh, threw up on myself. Uh, yeah, I'm like, fuck, bro, fuck. And it was all fucking liquid, too. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, that might have been the COVID liquid just, like, finally coming out. You know what I mean? It's a good thing it went on you and not all over your car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sucks, but... It would have sucked more if it's in your car. Yeah, no, nah, I, sp- I sprayed the car down. I, I keep air freshener in the car like yeah. a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, that's the one thing I don't miss about having small kids. It's like when you, or even babies, when you find that fucking bottle. Like, it got under the seat, and you're like, what the fuck is Yo, that smell? No, <laughs> my, my kids, my, 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 my back seats were so pristine. There's old milk stains now. My shit looks like Desert Storm Army Fatigues. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck, bro. Fuck, man. Like, yeah, you don't want to have a nice car and, like, small kids yeah, in the backseat. Forget I, about it. I, I cut the beard off, though, man. Like, that was the biggest thing. It's Like, I didn't want COVID to be in my beard, so I cut it off, man. Yeah. Yeah. And now my alopecia is, like, really showing. You know okay, yeah. Yeah, so, oh, and that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Jaden Smith is a fucking liar, bro. She don't got alopecia. I've, I've been going back, watching that video, looking at her head and shit. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, please, of course, like. I've been going back, looking at her looking at her fucking head, bro. She just shaved her head down, bro. She's a fucking liar, bro. I told you. Alopecia, I know alopecia because it runs in my family. I, I carry it, my brother carries it. And I got a cousin with alopecia totalis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where where it took he looks like Charlie Villanueva, the basketball yeah. player. No now, eye brad eyelashes, none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I just uh I think it's they're just they're bad swingers. They yeah. They don't know how to I think she caught lice. And she had to shave her head, boy. She she was fucking August Alcina again. Yeah. He caught <laughs> lice from that dirty little nigga. He probably <laughs> fucked her really good. Yeah, and she was like, "Hey, and you know, you know, I don't know. I mean, we're not, there. but that's what it seems like to me. It's like it's, you know, you know of course, and those spins always like, oh, it's something. To, it's like, no, it's nah. it, it's it's surface level. You can mm-hmm. see it. It's like because th- there's always been stories. Even Will Smith has said, eh, yeah, you know, things happen, and that's kind of the lifestyle we live. Yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what I think it is." She probably tried to audition for one of those, uh, one of the guards in uh, Black Panther. That's why she shaved her head bald. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she didn't get the role because she owed as shit. I ain't saying she owed as shit, shit, but she owed as shit. As, as like for one of those warrior type women and shit. Like ain't nobody gonna believe a fifty something year old woman is still a fucking warrior. I mean, you can still be a warrior at fifty something, but. Not when you're five foot two. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know because that you know you say that it's funny you saying that because then you can make that the same argument too with male action stars too. 
Because, I mean, Schwarzenegger is not the tallest dude. No, he's not. He's only like 5'9". Yeah. Yeah. Or I think he might be smaller than that. Well, you, they're shrinking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're definitely shrinking. Because when you see... Uh, I was watching Conan the Barbarian, bro. And that's the one with uh, Will Chamberlain. I'm looking at him beside Will Chamberlain like, holy shit, bro. Like... I used to always think Arnold Schwarzenegger was this big dude until I went back and I rewatched Conan the Barbarian and I see how little he is standing next to fucking well, Will Chamberlain. I mean, I mean, to be fair. Will Chamberlain 7'3". Yeah, to be seven, fair. 7'2", 7'3". No matter who he stands. I mean, even, uh, I mean, Will, I mean, he stand, yeah, I mean, he stand him against, but even a guy that's like 6'2". Yeah, like, it, like, I, I, st- I still get it. No, I, no, but, I know. But, I mean, yeah. like, you would at least think that Arnold's like six foot four yeah. ish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how do you find that many tiny actors to make Arnold look that big? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 they didn't have CGI that they got now where they could make motherfuckers run around looking like Peter Dinklage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lord of the Rings type shit. So Arnold really wasn't that big this whole time, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, there was always a reason why he was wearing motorcycle boots in uh, the, the Terminator. Terminator, yeah, to make himself look bigger. He had the fucking three-inch fucking gaucho heels. Yeah, because he's got everything you want in an action star. He's got the looks. He's got the body. He, he just, just don't got the English. Yeah, the English were the height. Yeah, but you could always, like, but you could fake the height because Tom Cruise is tiny. Yeah. And ain't that weird how he don't age? Yeah, he's got... Uh, yeah, bro. You look at the cast of of the first Top Gun, like where they are now. He's still the same dude. Yeah, he's got good genes, or they're definitely drinking baby blood in he's, Scientology. He's, he's drinking Xeno milk. Yeah, whatever, whatever the fuck. Whatever. He's, the, he's drinking something. He got that Ron L. Hubbard juice. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think that's that's you know what that is. That's just. You know, some people say it's good uh, genes, obviously. Uh, yeah, genes, but what what the fuck kind of genes? Because them is like black genes, yeah. bro. You, uh, you I think that is 30, that's definitely years. that's millionaire like stem cell money. It's being, something, yeah, being injected. It's in something him. because I mean, not only has he not aged, but like he's like in better shape than he was back when he was young, bro. The mother and he does his own stunts and shit. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. You're in your 50s and you're jumping from rooftop to rooftop in, in, in action movies. Yeah. Who the fuck is doing that shit? Like, I, I'm i 42 years old and I still got some kind of athletic ability. I think that I I, I, I don't know. I think he's just dedicated. He's like one he's, of those guys. He's over dedicated. Yeah. It's that's his passion. Like, it, yeah. Because there was those clips that came out of him like when they were filming like during COVID nineteen and like people and there's that tape out there of him like yelling at the crew. Yeah. Being like that looked bad though. Yeah, no, but it's a, it it may it, on the surface it seems bad, but when as it goes on you find out he's like, No, we're doing this so we can all fucking work. Yeah. You have a job, you have a job, we all have jobs. Yeah. And that's so I mean and he's like the boss of the film. I mean he's one of the producers, so yeah, he's got to keep every month work. See, I didn't know he was producing it too. So yeah. that all right, that makes sense. Yeah, if he's got a vested it, interest in it. Yeah, if you're producing it, then yeah, by all means, scream the fuck at people for not doing their yeah. jobs. Right? I mean, it's not like that good Christian Bale one. Oh my God, that's classic, bro. <laughs> that is great. That's classic. That's that's almost like Ryan Leaf level. 
Like, I'm just waiting for him to yell, knock it the fuck off, all right? But he did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> a lot of, a yeah. lot of. <laughs> fuck, man. But, nah, he's a great actor, too. Like, yeah. I like Christian Bale. I like his range of acting. Like, I like how he, he did The Machinist, and he was 112 pounds. Yeah. And then, you know, six months after that, you're filming Batman. You show up at 220 fucking super buff rip you know what i mean and they was like whoa like we said get bigger we didn't say fucking come as arnold motherfucker yeah you know it's it's funny you mentioned that i i just read something about like because hugh jackman's coming back yeah, yeah for wolverine yeah yeah and hugh jackman has said that probably in this next movie like he's some of his CGI ads yeah yeah and muscles because he's like i'm just i can't put on that muscle yeah, anymore it, yeah it takes He's, a toll like either you're going to keep it you're either going to grow it and keep it on yeah you know what i'm saying or or you're just going to say fuck it bro and i, I can respect that yeah like, and he's in his 50s too yeah so i mean and i can i can see i mean being at that age you're like fuck i don't want to do fucking six you know six day workouts that have to eat some crazy yeah, meals yeah, all the time just to get like fucking, fish and eggs you yeah know like fish with egg yolk juice yeah yeah i just i just wonder how it's gonna look because some of those like de-aging things they do yeah horrible bro just like uh <laughs> when they when they de-aged uh the irishman yeah that de-aging <laughs> shit was horrible bro like yeah well, they're fighting and he's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like they barely throwing the punch they had to speed the film up <laughs> oh, that that that's horrible, man. The like, worst was the was the kicks. Yeah, when he was kick and and he could he had like a cerebral palsy kick where he could barely lift his leg off. The but ground. yeah, it's an old man kick. Yeah, that, that's a guy that's in his seventies. I mean, pushing eighty probably. Yeah, <laughs> like bro, that see that's 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 one thing that I I'm always gonna, I'm gonna be afraid of is like I know I got one good fight in me left. And I don't want to waste it on a bum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're saving that power up. <laughs> yeah, I'm saving this power up, bro. Like, like I, I had that joke where it was like, I got, like, I'm a decommissioned athlete. I can admit that about myself. I used to be, <laughs> a few years ago, I was in tip-top athletic shape. I ain't got it no more. Like, like I know it's, it's every every day of every year, it's, it fades where I, I only have a couple things left in me. Like, I got one good knockout punch, and I'm saving it for the right moment, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, well, you remember, like, two years ago when you wanted to play, I think it was, like, Josh in basketball. I, well, see, here's the thing. Basketball is a ballerina sport. I could still be a ballerina. Basketball is not that physical. All I would have to do is, is slightly get in shape to be able to play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Because when I play, play semi-pro football, bro, I would be on the sidelines with a cigarette lit. And my coach would be looking at me like, this motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, but how long ago was that now? Uh, who? It was a while ago. It was. I was still in my 30s. Like, I retired I retired from football right before I got into comedy. So around uh, 33-ish, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like around 33-ish. I was still playing semi-pro football. Yeah. And I was still getting looked at to potentially like get tryouts yeah. for the NFL or something like that yeah. you know what I'm saying like I still had it but 
I, I had bad habits. Like I was a drug. I was on drugs. Yeah. You know, I'm on Molly every fucking weekend. I think if you tried to play a sport now, you'd be like Rodney Dangerfield. I'm Caddyshack. You'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. I, I definitely would. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I would slowly get myself back. Like I wouldn't tell Josh, I'm slowly getting myself back into playing shape. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I'm still at the same weight that I had when I played. You know, and when I retired. I got down to 205. Now I'm back at my my playing weight. So like I'm, like the only thing is is like my hips are are bad now. I got Bo Jackson hips. <laughs> <laughs> you know those. I'm old, bro. I'm old. That's why. You start dribbling the ball. Oh my hand, my hand. Yeah, yeah <laughs> something. My knee. <laughs> I go for a crossover. My shoe slide off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I but I know if here's the thing. I know I still have a good jump shot. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that you don't lose is I, I don't I never had the best jump shot and it was an ugly jump shot, but it was a good jump shot. I know I could still shoot. I would just have to work slowly work myself back into somewhat of a playing shape to you know what I'm saying? And that's the only thing. Like a decommissioned athlete is only is only as good as, as as how much time he puts in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like if I if if I try to play Michael Jordan right now. Hell, if I try to play Allen Iverson because we're the same height, Allen Iverson would, would cook me because he still spent more time still playing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. So he's got less time as a decommissioned athlete than I do. So I would slowly have to build myself back up to that. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a, a pickup game of basketball, I could play. Yeah. I could play one on one. I could play. I think that's how Jordan dies. Actually, he's gonna be fucking seventy five years old, and some young bug will be like, "I can take your ass with me." Here's how Jordan dies. <laughs> Jordan dies at a casino, getting smart with getting smart with somebody, and then bets an insane amount of money. And that young dude sees all that money that Jordan just laid down, shoots Jordan, tries to snatch the money and run from the casino, and then gets killed by the cops that's rolling up to the casino because yeah. he just shot Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's more likely that he would die on a basketball court. I think so. Just because of or that. Or a golf course. Yeah. Just because of his competitive nature. Yeah. And I can see him being 75 and some fucking young NBA player is like 23. And it would be like the story of John Henry. Like, Jordan would fucking win somehow yeah. at it's, 75. And his heart explodes. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, uh it's like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. He does the old, the, the, the dunk from the foul line at 75. <laughs> <laughs> it turns the dust. <laughs> yeah, it just explodes in the dust as he dunks it. Yeah, like nah. But the, I mean, that's but that's how all athletes feel, though. Yeah, like all athletes feel like if that's the best way to die is die doing what you do. Yeah, you know, like I'm pretty sure uh, I was listening to a podcast with Mike Vick, and Mike Vick was talking about uh, his last year in the NFL. He's like, I feel I can still go. I'm sitting around waiting for a call. And remember, he played his last year with Pittsburgh. Yeah. He still felt he had something in the tank after that. He was like, I'm waiting around. I'm, I'm, I'm still in shape. I'm, I'm keeping myself in shape. Nobody calls. And that's when it hit me. Damn. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But he's still, I, he, he's one of those players. I, every, every athlete will always tell you. I would rather die doing the, doing the sport that I love than to die somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like me being a football player at 42, bro, I'm like, listen, I can't get out there and block nothing. 
but I can still punt a football 40 yards. <laughs> as long as no one touches me, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I thought about changing my changing my position in football, honestly. Uh, once I turned once I turned 33, I was like, listen, I can still punt a ball yeah. about 45, 50 yards. That's good. And it would it would take people off guard because they'd be like, all right, he's a little fat punter, but they don't realize is that I played defensive line and linebacker, yeah. so I know how to tackle. I'm like, that'd be a good. I can go from 33 to at least 40 and almost make the NFL cut line yeah because punters punters and kickers stay in the league until they're like 40 50 years old oh i know what was like janikowski like 46 47 yeah, yeah. um uh and he was fucking good yeah he still had a leg on him that's what i'm saying he come out there with that big beer belly like all right my kid dude <laughs> I, I was kicking i was kicking 40 yard field goals like uh just a couple years ago i i had i was up at the high school had the little had the little shit just to see where I'm still at with it, cause yeah. I, I just, I'm still, I can, well, about five years ago, I was still kicking 42 yard field goals, so I felt like, ah, there's still gas in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> the no. dream is still alive. Yeah, but then it's like, dude, I'd run up against one of them dudes that's like in actual fucking shape, and fucking get hit and turned into dust, and then. That's how you can tell a, 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 which player is going to be a real cocaine because they come out and snort the dust off the field. Yeah. <laughs> I need something to get me through the next play. Hell yeah, man. But nah, like, like, I see all these young kids, man. It's like, I know I can still do it, but my nephew just made the basketball team, so I'm hyped about that. Yeah. He made the freshman basketball team. Nice. Yeah, nice. he's 6'2". Wow. Yeah, he's only uh, 14. That's crazy. Yeah, he 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 did the little size me up move. Came and, and stand next to me, Uncle Damien, and fucking did like that and, and tried to go over my head. And I was like, hold on, bro, I'm still six foot with six and a half feet with Tim's on, motherfucker. We, <laughs> we, we can go. We can go. You want to challenge me? We can go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but um, yeah, man, my my nephew made the basketball team. Yeah, good. That's I'm, great. I'm happy for that, man. That's you, crazy. Six two at fourteen. Yeah, I'm. So I'm. A, I'm a teacher. Like, you know, he's he's getting coaching and everything like that. But I'm gonna teach him a little bit of stuff that I know, like the lost art of the hook shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you're gonna play center, this is a unblockable shot. Yeah. You're gonna need to learn this shit. Yeah, he'll probably wind up at like six seven, six eight, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's all said and done. Cause his biological dad is a uh, six five, and yeah. and my sister is five ten. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, he's got the athletic genes and shit. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah, definitely got the height. Yeah. Yeah, cause. Yeah, my sister was a beast in basketball. Yeah. Yeah, like I saw her block a guy twice in the same play, and the guy was like six four, and my sister's five ten. Yeah. You know, like, come on now, like, this, and this dude's a good baller. Yeah. And for my sister to block this motherfucker twice on two shots and embarrass him in front of a bunch of guys at the playground. Yeah. Whoo! I, I, I went and hugged my little sister because, you know, they was, they was like 19 or whatever around the time that this shit happened. Okay. And I'm, I'm sitting there watching my sister playing a pickup game. I'm smoking weed on the sidelines, you know what I'm saying? Like a fucking moop. 
And and the crazy thing about it is, is I had a football game the, the next night. I'm smoking weed, watching kids play basketball because we had the day off from yeah. practice. Fucking dumbass, man. I was a dumbass. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I'm, uh, I got invited to the Cincinnati Bengals training camp? Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Fucking dumbass, bro. I turn around, my eyes are redder than brake lights. <laughs> Coach is like, whoa, hey, uh, get off the drugs and give me a call. You know, because he was impressed with the tape that that they sent out. Yeah. You know, like they were trying to they were trying to send tape of of one player from my team, and I just happened to be like in every play, like fucking shit up. Yeah. And they was like, "What about that guy?" You know, and they were like, "That guy's a fucking nobody." It was like, "No, watch the tape again." You know, and then my minutes started going up in semi-pro football, and I'm like. Why are they starting to show me attention now? Yeah. You know, I was just a rotational player on the on the defense. I played the box. I played all all eight positions. Two inside linebackers, both outside and across the box on defensive line. You know, why are they starting to show me more minutes and shit like that? And I didn't find out until uh two two years after that season was over. They was like, yo, um, Cincinnati Bengals, um, was at our game and they really liked what they saw on one of the tapes we sent for another player up but they saw you damn near in every play you know and we didn't realize what had happened was you played the contain game as opposed to the attack game which is what we wanted you played the contain game and you contain the best running back in semi-pro history to zero yards on the size that you were playing the ball we didn't pay attention to that. We were just trying to tell you to get upfield and attack and attack. But you actually controlled the game better than, you know, you kept us in the game that game We're playing by playing the container. And I'm like, I was high on fucking ecstasy, bro. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> you're talking about. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. I'm kidnapping white women downtown. I'm trying to get my dick sucked. Yeah, I have like no, I have like no athletics really. You're Italian, man. I'm sure you play soccer. Yeah, I did. I like. I tried track for some reason, and I didn't stick with that. I just. I can never get into uh, athletics. Yeah, or just yeah, just like the organized. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's just my personality. Like I can't. I can't buy. That's why I can never get into the military because I can't buy into one single idea. Yeah. My it's like man, no. it doesn't it doesn't work that way. If for you me. if you. I'm too cynical. I'm too cynical. I can dig it. I was. I tried to join the military, and that didn't go well. Yeah. I, I passed the ASVAB and everything, and I'm sitting at MAPS, and the bus is coming in like two hours, and I'm just sitting up in. I'm sitting up in that room, and I'm like, "This ain't me. Yeah. This ain't me." Uh, it's, and it's the year 2000. It's right before 9/11. Yeah. I'm like this ain't me like as much as as much as i want to be leonard from uh private leonard private pal as much as i wanted to be him bro because i was i was joining the marines i said this ain't me yeah and i wound up leaving before i signed before i signed my life away yeah and that's one honestly it's one of my biggest regrets because all my best friends my brothers all joined and my my John, the tall guy that I normally, when he comes back into town, that yeah. you always see me with, 
we were on the buddy system. I was supposed to go with him. And I left him at MAPS. And it's one of the biggest regrets of my life. But at the same time, it's probably one of the most saving graces because he's the only survivor from an accident that happened over in Iraq. Yeah. That, that, and he only survived because he's 6'9". Yeah. The shrapnel ripped everybody's chest up and it tore his legs. And it, it, it's one of the craziest incidents, but he's the only survivor. He lost, wow. he lost his entire platoon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I would have been in that platoon with him. I was hoping I could go in and, and possibly be a medic because I have an affinity to try to save lives. You know what I mean? And um, I, I wanted to be a medic in the military, but I only scored a 31, so I was infantry, which means I wasn't shit. Yeah, <laughs> operation get behind the darkies. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would they would take my body to the side of a Humvee just like this. Yeah, now, I I just seen like it's I I have family members that are yeah. in the military and just like seeing how beat up they are and like just other people yeah. and, like vets in general and just like what the but, government does to them. But just think though, like I got a friend he he was secretary. You know, we always make fun of them every time. Yeah. Every time we get together, we always make fun of them for being a secretary in the Marines. Yeah. But he's the one who don't have have like he has like the least amount of PTSD. Yeah. You know, every time he, he he puts on his ribbons and shit, like, oh, let me guess, that one's for typing, that one's for sewing. We always do like the I'm gonna get you sucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> like this is for surfing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but uh, yeah. You know, um, he's he's got the least amount. He he, he finally re he retired. He's got a hundred percent retirement and everything like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's probably doing the best out. Of, well, I wouldn't say doing the best because, you know, with John, even though he has the accident, you know, this yeah. motherfucker's set for life, bro. He never has to pay taxes again. He's he's got a house that's worth about three three to four million dollars in California. Uh, you know, like some shit that we would pay like. I would say it would be cheaper here, but because it's in California, it's worth a couple million. Yeah. You know, so what he did was he was smart. He was like, I'm building my house in the most expensive state to live in besides New York. And it's going to be worth a couple million. And I only have to stay in this contract with this house for, I want to say about five, six years. So he's doing that, and then he's going to sell the property for the millions. Yeah. And then invest that. And I'm like, this motherfucker's smarter than what I thought he was. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. most people, they'll, they'll do that shit and <clears throat> make it a forever home. He's like, I'm going for the money, bro. You know yeah, what I'm it's, yeah, there's just so many things about the military that I don't like. And yeah. just, like, just their practices and things like that, just the way it's ran. Well, it's softer and, now. Yeah, I mean, for the people, I mean, yeah, I mean, for the people that, you know, do have success like that, I mean, there's, you know, yeah, there's them, but then there's so many more that it's just like, their lives are just fucked up. Oh, yeah, no, I Completely, know. I either know. physically or mentally or both. Yeah. Like, Laura's brother, he, you know, he, knew, he knew as a guy who, uh, he was in an, uh, an IED accident, him and, uh. You know, they were in some Hummers or something, yeah. and they hit one, 
and he, uh, this guy's got, like, brain damage, and, and he just smokes weed all day, and just, he stays at home, that's his fucking life, he, yeah, just, he can't yeah. really do anything else, and he's not, he's not even, like, the same fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, see, that's, that's the thing, like, with John, I thought he wasn't gonna be the same guy, you know, you lose a leg, you're 6'9", you, you lose a leg, you lose your eyesight in one eye, Yeah. you know, he wasn't the same for a while. Like, he was just like, I just want y'all to be proud of me. Bro, we're fucking proud of you, bro. Like, that's that's no question. The, 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 the pride for you is there. I'm just sad about the shit that you had to go through. Yeah. Because, honestly, this kid could have made it to the NFL. And you could have made, you could have been set for life as a 6'9 wide receiver. You could outrun most DBs. Like, his 40 time was fucking crazy. He ran a 4 2 Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, you could have adopted that shit. I could have I taught you the basics of playing football and then went in as your fucking personal trainer just teaching you shit every year to make you a better receiver. Yeah. And you chose to join the military, and I'm like, I'm not going to let my best friend go to the military without me. Yeah. But I did, and it kind of saved my life, and I I kind of live with that regret. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for for the for the first couple of years that he was home from from having the injury and shit, I kind of felt that it was my my burden to make sure he's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause our our one the the last conversation before he had the injury was um we kind of had an argument. But I always, we always tell each other we love you. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't do it that day because we had an argument because the the, the psyche of men in war, I didn't understand at that moment. But as I got older, I started to understand it. You know, because he's over there in Iraq fighting in a war, and I'm I'm here at home fighting a war. You yeah. know, while there's also a war being fought against me here at home. You know, the war on drugs. I was a drug dealer. And I I always felt that I owe him something more than, you know what I'm saying, more than just friendship. I, I owe this man my brotherhood. Like, if there's anything he ever needs from me, I would always be there. You know what I'm saying? So, Holy shit. what's up, GD? What's going on, man? So, I, I would always, I would always, at the drop of a hat, if he caught me, I'm coming, bro. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's still like that to this day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my wife is like, you don't really owe him anything. I'm like, you don't understand our our brotherhood. I know if I need, if I, if I call on him, he's here at the drop of a hat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even with his injuries and everything, he would still pick up a gun and fight right beside my side. Yeah. And I would do the same for him. You know, I would do the same for a lot of my friends. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's just a tough gig, and like for me, like I said, I can, I just can't, I just can't set things aside and just follow blindly. Or like, no, I feel you. I feel you. And just like, yeah, I'm gonna. It's like, I mean, I get why some people do it, and it, you know, especially if it pays for your college and stuff. But then it's you know, it's a risky proposition. It and, is. It is. You you you're, you're basically putting your life on what you want to do on hold for for what someone yeah, else for, wants to. But yeah, for morons, too. Yeah. yeah. 
because I mean, especially after you know this last administration, I can't imagine being in the military. Like these are the idiots that were listening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that, that would just drive me crazy. Bro, and that, that was one of the decisions because I worked for the newspaper company and it was like, I'm not comfortable with Bush. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not comfortable with Bush being our president and shit like that. Like, shit don't sit right with me, homie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Like, I, I get it. I, I came from a, 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 pretty, a pretty decent family. Like, I didn't, I didn't need the military money I had a good job you know what I mean I was working for the newspaper company I was making fucking forty thousand dollars a year in 1998 in high school yeah you know what I mean like what kid works a part-time job and is making forty thousand dollars a year yeah you know what I mean yeah well let's let's not talk about that yeah anymore. nah <laughs> I mean I think we hit it pretty hard yeah well let's, let's talk comedy man you see any new specials lately? Uh, yeah, I watched Dion Cole's new she special. Was good. Yes, it was it was a lot better than his last one. Yeah. So what what did you, so you watched it? Right? Yes. So what you think of the ending? The ending when he came out and the ending was the most honest and truthful thing I've heard a comedian say in a long time. In a long time. And it almost it almost made me cry, you know, because of the situations I'm going through with both my mothers. Yeah, you know, and, and my mom just had an aneurysm. Yeah, yeah, uh, the the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, shit. Yeah, so she's in the hospital right now. But uh, it 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 he told the truth. He told the truth. Comedians are honestly hurt people, even though we don't act like it. We don't we don't try to show it to y'all. We're hurt, yeah. and for y'all to come out and support us is the greatest thing in the world. Like, like every comedian I know has some kind of damage. You know what I'm saying? Has oh, some yeah. has some kind of damage. Yeah. You know, you're dealing with the the, the the father issue. Yeah, I'm dealing with my mother's issues and 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 shit and and just the issues I've had growing up. Just the same as you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Being impoverished people. Um. It was it was it was it was honest. It was telling. It was beautiful. And I, if I I wish I would have been at that show so I could give him a standing ovation. Yeah. You know, you know. And I also watched um Neil Brennan. Yeah. So I did watch Blocks also. His ending was damn good too. Yeah. And I didn't realize that those blocks was going to create his outline head you know what i'm saying i'm like why is this shit called blocks yeah and then it it made sense everything that he was on the blocks was was what made him yeah and i'm like that's fucking genius bro yeah. so i think it's going to be we're going to start seeing more and more comics after these two specials we're going to see more and more comics actually talking about well there there is a special like on hbo max i forget the guy's name and it's a uh, Low Rail? No, no. I, forget I this. watched his too. No, this, uh, this was probably like a year ago. It came out maybe. But uh, I forget the guy's name. But the special was filmed, like the lighting on it. Yeah. Like he's kind of shot from an angle. And the lighting is like kind of like blue and purple. 
Okay. And it's in a it's in a small club. It ain't. Um, but it, it has like a very different feel. It doesn't even feel like stand up. Is it? Uh, what's his name? Yo, from Texas. No, I forget the guy's name. I, I was going to say Ali Sadiq. No, it's not Al Sadiq. All right, because his was shot like bluish. Okay. No, no, I'll look it up then. But, All right, uh, you said it's on HBO Go? No, HBO Max. HBO Max, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, so it, it wasn't really a great special. Yeah. I watched most of it, but it was very hit or miss. But yeah. it, it kind of had that tone of, like, I'm hurting mentally. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah, when when, comedi- when comedians, like, can show their humanity as opposed to, like, just faking it for the laughs, you know what I'm saying, and then go back and... and, and like I like when when they leave it on the stage. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Leave it on the stage. That's like like we were saying like we were saying earlier about athletes leaving it on the field. You're leaving it on the stage. That's leaving it on the field. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's now, a beautiful thing. So uh, like a week or so ago, I did this gig in Philly. Yeah, at <laughs> Strange Loves, and I was telling Josh about this last week, and I so I was I was doing like 15 minutes, and so I had two. It was 15 minutes, but I had two different sets. Yeah. So I get up there, and, like, it, it's, overall, it's a good show. He's got the place packed and yeah. things like that. Uh, the way that he runs the show, I I have some issues with. Just It's just a, the producer. And yeah, no. Nah. But, I mean, Keith's a good guy and stuff. But, anyway, so I get up there, and so, like, the first seven minutes or something, like, I'm just hitting them with the marriage and the, the stuff. Yeah. And everyone's, like, having a good time. And I'm like, yeah. And so, like, the set that I was going to do, it, it tonally it is different. It's like, all right, this is all, like, marriage and stuff here. And then all of a sudden it's like, we're going to we're gonna make a hard left, but I'm going to kind of ease you into it. Yeah. But then it's going to get fucking dark. <laughs> I'm a Tokyo drift you around this corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so I'm going. I'm going good. They're digging me, and then I was like, "All right, I'm gonna." D- I I set the one joke up about you know about wokeness. Yeah, and I do the thing about Daredevil and Spider Man, which I don't think they really like too much. But then I double down because the other joke after that is the uh, <laughs> the uh, you know the, the N word joke. That yeah, I have. yeah. And I did that joke. It hit hard. Okay. But it turned, it changed the audience because it's like the very progressive whites that were in that room. Because we're in downtown Philly, Center City. Yeah. They were like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, kind of like that. Yeah. And so now the room, it, like, it's, it's strange. Like, I didn't bomb because they listened to everything I had to say. Yeah. And, like, when I was doing, like I said, it, like, I completely changed the tone in that room. I flipped the white people against me. Like, like the progressive whites, they were all yeah. against me. <laughs> like, everyone else was for, because there's people that, they're just sitting there laughing. Yeah. But, like, I'm going, and they're quiet. They're listening to me. And I got off stage. just like, that, it wasn't a bomb. Yeah. Uh, but I was just like, all right. This like is a, how it works sometimes, a, I guess. A comedic stalemate. Yeah, but no, I felt really good because it's like, you know what? I fucking, I wrangled them. Yeah. And it was Philly. So that bar was full. If I would have bombed, they would have easily just talked over me. Yeah, yeah. They would have been like, fuck you, blah, yeah. blah. They could easily, they didn't do that. 
That's what's up, man. Yeah, so I got out of there. I was like, I won. Yeah, <laughs> I fuck won. Yeah, man. I Hell fucking won yeah. that. And I was like, it was just, I never had it where I, like, did a, I completely flipped it like yeah. that. But then when that happened, too, I didn't back down. Yeah. What I did is when that uh, first shoot hit kind of rough, and they're like, eh. so what I did is I... I put my feet right at the edge of the, the edge of the stage, yeah. and I stood there and I delivered my jokes. And I think that's what helped me too, because it showed my stage presence. Showed I ain't that, scared of you, motherfuckers. Yeah, it showed yeah. That I was confident. It's like yeah, nah, that's honestly confidence is the biggest is one of the biggest tales. Yeah, to keeping the crowd engaged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no matter like if they weren't gonna like it, I'm like you're on this fucking ride. This so, is so you're learning the martial arts of comedy. Now. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up, man. Yeah. So I, I had the show at uh, Jay Yoder Saturday. Yeah. How'd that go? I closed it out. I was the headliner, and uh, it went good, man. Yeah. I, I, what I did was I took I took them. You know me. I, I take people on a ride. You know yeah. I engage the crowd and everything like that. Um, we had an English woman in in uh, in the crowd. And I did my, uh, you know, I asked her, you know, how do you feel about the queen's passing? You know, and she, she lived a good life. And I'm like, yeah, you know, but fuck that bitch, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I said, yeah, but fuck that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you, you, you think about all the atrocities that the, that the English monarchy has done to, to civilizations around the world, right? Yeah. So I, I did my joke that I, that I, that I came up with uh, one night at Shit in the Hat. Where I was like, yo, I kind of wish I was one of those beef eaters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, that's what they call it, right? Beef eaters? She was like, no, beef eaters is actually the drink. But I'm like, yeah, but it got the British Royal Guard on it. So I call them beef eaters. She was like, fair enough, fair enough. You know, I was like, I wish I could have been one of those beef eaters at the coronation for the queen, whatever. You know, yeah. her being old, they come out and they play the da 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 And she's walking towards the edge of the steps. I'm clipping that bitch. And she's going to fall down the steps to the din -din 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 at the end of the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the crowd started dying, yo. Like, I, I hit some nerves. Uh, there was a nurse there. And I told uh, how I got NFL autograph. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did that. And the lady was like, my brother has cerebral palsy. And I'm like, mine too, bitch. Like, <laughs> I just used it to my advantage. You know what I'm saying? And I ran through the crowd and shit. Was getting high fives, man. It was it was crazy, man. Like, That's good. Yeah, it was it was crazy. And um, after the show, uh, one of the guys came up, and I'm the only black dude on the show. He was like, there was one comedian, man. He he said this, that, and the third, and like everyone's like looking at me as he's talking. I'm like, yeah, that was me, dog. Like, yeah, you know. He was like, oh, I don't see color. Nigga, please, bro. You clearly see I'm the only <laughs> black dude on this fucking show, but yeah. I appreciate you trying to say you ain't racist without saying you racist, whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But nah, uh, had some good interactions, and the dude, and the dude was like, I like how you weren't afraid to touch touchy subjects in comedy because I feel like people don't appreciate a comedian willing to stand his guard and, and tell jokes. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially yeah. the old school style. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I blend old school, new school, and crowd work together to create my style of comedy. You know, I got I got little hitter jokes. I got great crowd work. And I got good stories. 
You know what I'm saying? And I combined that to create my style. And the guy was like, you're going to go far with that style. And it's going to be a pleasure to see you on my TV one day. You know, and I'm like, wow. That's a nice compliment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right. Yeah. I got to start taking this shit way more serious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting some things in works. You know what I mean for the future. Yeah. And it's time, Ron. I'm 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 gonna be calling you on some shit too. Yeah. You, you answer me, goddamn it. <laughs> you answer. I'm gonna be outside your house. <laughs> well, before we get out, so on uh, this past Friday, mm-hmm. I did a guest spot on uh, a show in Hagerstown. Okay. And because uh, the headliner top, I know him, so I was like, you know what? Calling a favor. Yeah, I was like, hey, top. If you can, can I have a guest spot on the show? And he got right back to me. He's like, yeah. And uh, he got me on that. It, so I, w- I was happy to be the token white guy on an all-black show. I saw the picture, bro. I was like, fuck yeah, Ron, look at him. Yeah, and uh, so that show was fabulous. Uh, like, you know, he, he, I I did uh, like 12 minutes or something okay. for him. And uh, I, I killed it. Hell yeah, man. They like uh, I, I took them on a ride. Like when I when I first started out, they're like a little unsure. Then like that one clip that I uh, posted, that one reel about the anal one yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. That was like uh, after a couple minutes, like they were digging me. Then I, they just it just worked out. Fuck yeah, man. So yeah, it was great. And I did, and I didn't do one joke about race at all. That's what's up. So yeah. because I just. I like I tweaked my set when I got there because, too there was a there was a lot of women at this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, you know a lot of black women. And I'm like, black women don't want to hear that joke because yeah, yeah. I know how that I know how that joke plays in yeah. rooms. Yeah, and normally when I do that joke, especially for black women, they're I either get a laugh from them or you get the oh, yeah, or, or the look. Yeah, you get the look. Yeah, not so much a look. It's more like motherfucker. <laughs> Lamar, motherfucker. <laughs> My man's name Lamar. <laughs> Come on to you after the show. Lamar, you know this motherfucker? Uh-uh. <laughs> but what was funny is I did that, uh, I've been doing that, the pickle joke. Yeah. Again, because I've been, and it's been, it's a lot better. Yeah. So I did that joke, and uh, they were digging it, they were, like a couple, two guys in the room got uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I, I, I know you know with black guys and you mentioned yeah. anything about you know gay Fucking, or anything. Yeah. They're like, Whoa. Get nervous and shit. Yeah. yeah. They get really nervous and uh, so there was two guys like that, but they were laughing. Yeah. The entire time, but the one guy's like, oh, I gotta get up. Like I gotta get out. That's because they've been to prison, bro. <laughs> they've been to prison. They they know what it's like to have that pickle in their ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that went great and. Uh, I think I'm gonna uh, this this coming year I'm gonna be down in South Carolina, North Carolina, okay. in some rooms. Hell yeah, that um, should be I'll, interesting. I'll, I'll I'll send you uh I'll send you a couple guys I know down down okay. there. You could you know what I mean? Yeah, because I have uh, Laura's got some relatives. Yeah, in North Carolina, I know so some comedians and shit down yeah. around the Charlotte area. Yeah, uh, and I want to get to Kentucky too, because uh, Danny. Danny and, yeah. Yeah, he's been asking. He's asking me what's my avails and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm trying to set up something where I can go down there for a weekend. You know, plus I also have a sister in in that in the same 
city. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would have somewhere to stay. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And it'd be my first time meeting my sister. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, we gotta have, we're at like an hour. Hell yeah. What Just you got like, coming up? Uh, I'm actually off this week. You off this weekend? Yeah. This is the first time in like six weeks, I think. I'm okay. not doing any comedy. Well, see, here's my dilemma. I'm hosting at the Comedy Zone this weekend. Okay. But I'm not sure if I'm going to make it or not. Okay. I might see if I can give you my spots. All right, just let me know. All right. I'll, I'll run it past Glessner and tell him, look, bro, we still owe it to you. You know what I mean? If I can't make it, you're right there. You're the closest comedian. You're right there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So if I can't make it, I'll definitely call you and let you know what's going on. Okay. All right. I should, I should have my answers by Thursday for you. Okay. Yeah, I got something else cooking, but I can't tell you that on here. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know. I'm done. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> peace, yo. Peace, peace, peace.